This podcast is sponsored by Project Dragonfly, a master's degree program offered by Miami University dedicated to ecological and social change. Project Dragonfly offers a part-time Master's of Arts in Biology degree focused on conservation or a Master's of Arts in Teaching for teachers. The program is designed for working professionals and can be completed from anywhere in the United States. Learn more at projectdragonfly.miamioh.edu. Hi everyone, I've got a handful of headlines for today's Pelicanus news. I've categorized them into drawdown, plastic pollution, and wildlife. These stories are truly incredible, but also reminders to me that conservation can actually work. Okay, in our first category of drawdown, uh, this first one's coming out of Reuters.com. Over 60 countries back deal to triple renewable energy this decade. More than 60 countries have said they have a that they back a deal spearheaded by the European Union, United States, and United Arab Emirates to triple renewable energy this decade and shift away from coal, two officials familiar with the matter told Reuters. The EU, US, and UAE have been rallying support for the pledge ahead of the United Nations annual COP28 climate negotiations to be held November 30th to December 12th in Dubai and will call for its inclusion in the final outcome of gathering of world leaders on December 2nd, the officials said. Some major emerging economies like Nigeria, South Africa, and Vietnam, developed countries like Australia, Japan, and Canada, and others including Peru, Chile, and Zambia, and Barbados have said they will join the pledge, the officials told Reuters. A draft of the pledge reviewed by Reuters would also commit those who signed to it to doubling the world's annual rate of improving energy efficiency to 4% per year until 2030. Those are some good steps in the right direction. Okay, our second category of plastic pollution. Uh, This one's coming out of grist.org. New York cites PepsiCo's plastic pollution in first of its kind lawsuit. I'm really excited about this. The PepsiCo's packaging was found to be the most significant contributor to plastic waste clogging the Buffalo River. Plastic trash produced by the company's PepsiCo by the company PepsiCo has become persistent and dangerous form of plastic pollution for residents of the Buffalo River watershed in upstate New York, according to a new lawsuit. The suit, brought by New York Attorney General Letitia James, is one of the first legal challenges from a state against a major plastic producer. It draws on a 2022 investigation from James's office in which PepsiCo brand plastic packaging was found to be by far the most significant tri- contributor to plastic waste clogging the Buffalo River and its tributaries. Out of nearly 2,000 pieces of plastic trash collected at 13 sites along the Rock waterways, PepsiCo products, which include brands like Aquafina, Cheetos, Gatorade, and Lay's, accounted for more than 17% of those with identifiable branding. All that plastic litter is breaking down into tiny fragments, microplastics, that are winding up in Buffalo's water supply and the fish that people eat. Some of the chemicals contained in the microplastics are carcinogenic, and researchers have raised concerns that the particles could cause reproductive dysfunction and other maladies. PepsiCo's irresponsible packaging and marketing endanger Buffalo's water supply, environment, and public health, James said in a statement. Okay, last category of wildlife. This one's coming out of the first, we have like three, I think. Yeah, three articles in wildlife. Uh, This first one's out of San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance.org. This is a press release. Facing an uncertain future, 70 endangered yellow-legged frogs released in California Lake. Um, 
here at Pelicanus, we uh, really love these yellow-legged frogs, and there will be more stories to come on this. So, San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance, in uh, collaboration with Omaha's Henry Dorley Zoo and Aquarium, reintroduced more than 70 endangered mountain yellow-legged frogs into a lake located in the San Bernardino Mountains. This release marks the first time the Southern California distinct population segment of the mountain yellow-legged frog has been reintroduced into a lake instead of a mountain stream. The frogs were bred at San Diego Zoo Wildlife Alliance's Beckman Center for Conservation Research between 2020 and 2022, and then reared at Omaha's Henry Dorley Zoo and Aquarium. This cross-country effort to save this California frog is part of a robust conservation breeding and reintroduction research program aimed at restoring populations of this declining species throughout its historic range. Love to see that. Second story here is coming out of NBCNews.com. Uh, critically endangered Sumatran rhino named Delilah successfully gives birth in Indonesia. A critically endangered Sumatran rhino was born in Indonesia's western island of Sumatra, the second Sumatran rhino born in this country this year, and a welcome addition to a species that currently numbers fewer than 50 animals. A female named Delilah gave birth to a 55-pound male calf at a sanctuary for Sumatran rhinos in Wei Kambas National Park in Lampung Province at the southern tip of Sumatra Island. The calf is fathered by a male named Harapan who was born at the Cincinnati Zoo in 2006. He was the last Sumatran rhino in the world to be repatriated to Indonesia, meaning that the entire population of Sumatran rhinos is now in Indonesia. Last story here is out of theguardian.com. Dominica set to open world's first preserve centered around sperm whales. The tiny Caribbean island of Dominica is creating the world's first marine protected area for one of the world's, nope, sorry, um, for one of, there we go, for one of the world's largest animals, the endangered sperm whale. Nearly 300 square miles of royal blue waters on the western side of the island nation that serve as key nursing and feeding grounds will be designated as a reserve, the government recently announced. We want to ensure these majestic and highly intelligent animals are safe from harm and continue keeping our waters and our climate healthy, the Prime Minister of Dominica, Roosevelt Skerritt, said in a statement. Scientists say the reserve not only will protect the animals, but it will also help fight the climate crisis. Okay, I hope these stories bring some optimism and lightness to your month, and I look forward to sharing more in the future.